0: hello hello ladies and gentlemen it's that time again for another podcast stuff uh, here and actually <laughs> let me get rid of this splash screen for us there we go We're silly splash it. screen right eventually i'll get like a, gu- a good one other than just the ravnica stuff even though i like the ravnica stuff yeah
1: but here's my question about that one why is the Sign
0: symbol on there it's not supposed to be that is true that is true it doesn't make sense it's a secret guild um yeah. Because it had to showcase them all, you know, show, show off the coolness uh, of it. Um, but, okay. hello guys, I'm Nan Man. Mortarn is joining us today. What's up? Um, and we're getting back into another Magic Podcast. Um, of course, if you guys followed us when we did our previous one, it was called State of the Gathering. We did that with Pat, uh, that focused on standard, legacy, drafting, it focused on Probably everything. Wanted. Yeah, just, uh, you know, everything. Uh, but,. Brandon and I are, are, are mainly modern players, so we wanted a show that kind of had that focus on modern. So uh, we decided to start up a another podcast, and uh, I guess this is technically episode one.
1: Yeah, that we, sounds about right. We
0: had our, like our pre-episode one that we recorded like a month ago or so that was yeah. everything again, but uh, yeah, we're going we're gonna to be doing modern uh, as the main focus of it. So uh, we'll at least be putting it up here on Twitch... Uh, you know twitch.tv slash for the time being uh, it'll oh. be uploaded to YouTube and everything um, so you'll be able to catch it all over the place um, and, and eventually we might get it, its own Twitch channel for it and stuff like that but for now you guys can catch it here yeah. um, so Brandon do you want to at least get started with kind of your background or your kind of play style or sure. anything with modern?
1: Uh, so I guess it, it kind of dates back to when I started playing Magic um, In standard, and the first deck I really played was, "Wow, this junk deck looks fun." Little did I know it was like the scourge of the format. (laughs) This is an Industradthera or um, Industrad Ravnica, Mm -hmm. and like, "Oh yeah, that looks fun." Just play Huntmasters and Drag test and do stuff. Uh, So I, I got that one together without realizing it was, you know, like the best deck ever. (laughs) So started playing that and just kind of really liked to play that kind of style. And when I'm like, "Well, I should play modern. It looks fun here." I just saw Jun. Just figured I'd play that in every format. So, yeah,
0: best colors, right? <laughs> What's that? I said best colors, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, just like play the best colors, which are clearly the Jun colors. So, <laughs> I mean, white's awful. Blue's good, but it's too broken. <laughs> and red, I mean, we wouldn't play it, but it has a lightning bolt, so it's worth it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's pretty much what it is. Basically, just gravitated towards liking Green Black X decks, and I think Jund uh, just felt like the best one. I, I like playing with Lightning Bolt too, like I said, it's pretty sweet. Um, so, so I got that deck together. Now I'm kind of branching out a bit. I've got a Team Rare Twin deck, almost completely made. I need a couple Fetches, Serum Visions, and one other thing Snapcaster Mages, which oh, are like $100 a piece now. The expensive stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah just the really <laughs> expensive stuff. <laughs> I got all my Misties, I just need my Tarns now. And I, I got one Tarn, okay. so... We're getting there. we're getting close-ish. Um, and I do have a place I can borrow all that stuff from, so I can play the deck now, which is sweet. Nice. Um, Hopefully, that'll help me get better with other decks as well. So, yeah, that's that's what I'm doing with Modern right now, just playing those two decks, trying to get good with them. Um, just a lot of practice. This format is one where you just really need to know exactly how the format is, you, know, you got to sideboard correctly, so learning your decks is very important
0: cool um so i of course Nanman. man um i've been playing magic for many many years now uh i guess i started out in eighth edition um but didn't really play competitively then um i did a whole little write-up about my history like a brief one when i recap my last tournament experience Uh, if anybody wanted to check that out i won't go too much into it other than i started up playing modern in 2013 uh time period it was kind of like right around that time period where uh ravnica was rotating out um and uh theros was rotating in and i was not really enjoying standard as much uh and i like modern a lot more and was really trying to focus more on it and you know i played uh i had an infect deck when i used to play sort of kitchen table and and was a jerk like that so it made sense to try to go into that sort of style uh since then i I just kind of make all sorts of decks and modern uh and not so much of of the cookie cutter top tier decks (laughs) um more of like the the fringe decks that i love to make I, I guess Infect is kind of my closest cookie cutter deck that I've got there but everything else, like I play uh, Blue-Green Tron, I play Black-White Tokens, I have a Merfolk deck, I've got 8-Rack, uh, I've got um, other decks that now I can't think of <laughs> uh, but yeah, just sort of like the, the more out there for, for fun decks that I've been playing but if, if I want to go for the competitive style I, I, I play uh, Infect as my go-to deck there
1: and I think Merfolk's getting pretty competitive now, too, though.
0: Yeah, the, blue, the blue-white the blue Merfolk. Uh, mine still is mono-blue for it. Um, one of our buddies that plays at our shop, he opted for the blue-white one, um, and so I've I've been studying his build for it and, and have been debating about switching over and, and going for that style. Um, but we'll, we'll see. I mean, we, we get a new Merfolk coming up uh, in Origin, so maybe that'll be the time yeah. for me to revamp it, revamp my deck, so... Cool. Mm -hmm. Um, So we've got a couple things to talk about today, guys. A few general news-type stuff that might apply to us in the future. Um, A couple of stuff to talk about with drafting, uh, because, of course, Modern Masters came out. Origins is about to come out, so we'll talk a little bit about some of the cards that might uh, be seen in other formats. Um, And then we'll kind of recap some of the most recent GPs, uh, since there's been at least three Modern GPs, um, and then talk about season four uh, for the GP season there. So, um, so we've got the changes to the Mulligan rule. Yeah, uh, which is a bit of a big deal. Some people have been uh, a little bit more excited about it. Some people are nervous about it. Uh, Brandon, what's your take on the, on the new rule?
1: I my question is: Is this ninety percent good or hundred percent good? Like, I'm, I'm <laughs> not sure. <laughs> I think it's probably 100. I think this rule is just great. Okay. Like, if you're going to take away from those just non-games in Magic, and you're doing so in a way that doesn't you know, really benefit anyone too much, mm-hmm. if you're mulliganing, then this helps you a bit. Which, I mean, I don't think the win rate's going to go to 50-50 because of this. It's probably going to be something like 35-65 or whatever it is. Yeah. So it's still not good, but it, it, it just helps a little bit, which I really like.
0: Uh, yeah, and in case you guys missed it and you have no idea what we're talking about, um, with Pro Tour, Magic Gathering uh, Origins, for, only for that one right now, uh, yeah. they're, they're going to be testing out um, a new mulligan rule that if you mulligan down to six or five or four, or what if you go down to a mulligan, you get to scry after you agree to keep that hand. So say you, you say, you know what, this is a crappy hand. I'll mull to six. Look at your six like, all right, I think this is keepable. I think I can try it out. Say yes, I'll keep, Scrub. and then
1: scry one. Yeah. So This happens after each player's declared mulligans mm-hmm. and they're keeping, and then it goes in turn order of who's the active player. Okay. So whoever's on the play is going to do this first. And just, it all makes sense. It, I, I would have maybe been a little uh, wary of it if it's like you just mulligan each time. Yeah. Like after you scry once, you get to, or after you mulligan once, you, you can get to scry, oh, and gosh. decide. That would be a little too good. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Um, but, i like this i i know there is a little bit of of um, hesitation might not be the right word some people are a little bit concerned with how it's going to work against a delver deck um,
1: sure that kind of makes sense
0: um, but i think there was some post up on on the magic reddit uh... subreddit recently about people discussing it um, and, and like they they broke it down that, um There's only a few things that really buff up this Delver deck, like um, you know, if if you Mulligan, you are on the play, and the top card that you scry is not already an instant or sorcery kind of thing, and you pop it into an instant or sorcery kind of thing, and like, there's just like really specific things that would really benefit you by it, but and it's like, what is the factor of you actually having a turn one Delver? with just a straight-up blue source and not having to fetch into a blue source. So, you know, the, these other things that you have to, to kind of factor in uh, with it, which I thought mm-hmm. was, was was a good breakdown of it. Um, but uh, uh, overall, I'm, I'm really interested to see how the rule is going to apply. I don't know if anybody else has started testing it out. Like, you know what, let's just try playing it out that way and see how it works. Yeah. Um, I have not yet, but I might... I have a- you know just just for for funds on, on Tuesday or something uh, in between actual tournament games uh, just playing a, a game and trying out the mulligan rule but mm. we'll we'll see
1: yeah i have tried it a bit like we did a cube draft yesterday mm. we had a barbecue plus cube draft of course it's not a barbecue without one <laughs> so <laughs> so I, I was just like yeah why don't we try the new scry rule with my second round opponent we agreed okay. i mold and like I don't know. I get to scry one. It didn't feel super um, influential. Like I, I, won the game, but you know, I just topped the card, so it didn't even matter. Okay. <laughs> like, do I want to draw this Dissolve? Yes. Yes, it's... I do. <laughs> wow, early interaction. Thank you. <laughs> so I, I don't think you, you know, obviously it didn't even change anything in that game. It just made me know that I'm gonna draw a Dissolve, but it makes me a little more comfortable keeping one landers on yeah. six, yeah, knowing that I can scry through at least one online card mm-hmm. which is it's really nice cause a lot of the times you're gonna mull your six card hand because it's a one lander and you're like well if this said one of the land it's certainly keepable i i guess i have to mulligan though because what if my top card isn't a land right right i'm just screwed so yeah it, even if it just helps that i think it's still a great change i, I really hope they're gonna keep it like going forward
0: yeah i, I think we'll, we'll see how it goes but it sounds like a lot of people are are pretty happy with with how it's gonna be yeah. Um, just a few other things to note with, with the talking about the mulligan rule update they also were talking about some coverage yeah. nuances if you will uh, that if you're on video coverage which to be honest most players out there are not going to be on video coverage so it doesn't matter that much if you want to have your graveyard on the other side of the field and your cards upside down your lands facing your opponents and your creatures in the back then <laughs> that that's all for you but, if you are on video coverage, you have to lay out your library, and your graveyard, and your creatures, and your lands in a certain way. Yep. So, just Let's to see. help streamline it for viewers, yep. and just make it a little bit easier for, for people in general. It's so. so, like,
1: my initial reaction to this was, oh my god, why? Like, what? <laughs> why is this necessary? I know I hate lands in front as much as else, but is this really a thing that they should be doing, and like... Like wow, wizards! Why, why you do this? And then I just thought about it more. I'm like, well, like you said, it's hardly gonna affect anyone. Yeah. And a viewer, like this, doesn't apply to me anymore because I kind of get what's going on. But someone new tunes into a game and they see Adrian Sullivan with his cards like just in these crazy formations. <laughs> they're just gonna be confused. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing. They're like, uh, is this how you're supposed to play? Like <laughs> on the right side, you do this weird stuff, and if you're on the left side, you don't. I'll get it and then they're gonna not be interested yeah. potentially because of that so I, I mean I guess this is just another good change <laughs> yeah,
0: just, just a little weird nuance thing yeah. uh, in regards to that but I just wanted to kind of highlight there um, the other thing that doesn't really matter too much is like the the judges they're gonna have be able to review footage and stuff yeah. which is cool good I, job guys
1: yeah I don't know <laughs> if I really particularly like it or not like it's gonna make the future matches take longer yeah which is already a problem hmm. Like, um, everyone else is done the round ten minutes before the future match if they go to time Yeah. so you're already waiting on them now you're going to be waiting like 20 minutes maybe sometimes uh, yes yeah, there's, it's a if there's something
0: that needs to get looked up
1: Yeah. but I, I don't know this one I'm not sure about
0: <laughs> well we'll see when all that stuff starts to really <laughs> kick in and, and everything there um, and that was just sort of the general stuff we wanted to, to highlight uh, now we can go and talk modern masters. Cuz that came out beginning of summer there. Um, yeah. I'm sure you guys have had your chance to be able to do some drafting, um, you know, maybe pull some awesome stuff, some more money <laughs> things, whatever. So that's what not, we're going to open up to. <laughs> I don't know what 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 happened there. What's a
1: money card?
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so I sadly have only gotten to draft modern masters one time. Huh. Um, but, like I said, uh, well, I was talking to Brandon before the show, is that uh, my buddy has a box sitting in the trunk of his car waiting for the time for all of us to get together and, and sit down and draft it again. Uh, but I had a blast being able to, to draft it, and I have watched quite a few other drafts um, online Yeah, just online and stuff like that. But I sadly only got to play once. Um, I got lucky enough that at my table... Um, all the artifact stuff was being passed to me pretty much. So I drafted a super sweet blue white, uh, affinity deck. Um, and my pack one, pick one was Elish Norn. Um, yeah. and it just sort of kind of worked out well with all the other nice, uh, stuff that got passed to me. I got that angel that gives all of my artifact shroud and stuff passed to me. Um, just all sorts of good stuff there. Sadly, uh, I got second uh, in that draft, losing out to just uh, essentially gruel monster dragons and it just beat my face in <laughs> sort of style of play. Make <laughs> face beat in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, I had I had a blast, I, and I, I'm a little bit bitter still because um, where I was positioned... Uh, my buddy that was drafting with me was like three or four seats down so he's like opposite end of the table mm-hmm. uh, and so like the affinity stuff would slowly start to work, work its way over there uh, and you know he, might, he was actually uh, not doing the blue white style I think he was doing uh, red blue uh, artifacts for him uh, okay. and the two cranial platings that Aww. got open at the table he got both of them So it's really sad that uh, Uh, I didn't get to see any in in my deck because they never made it around the table for me. So it's harsh, (laughs) Uh, but uh, I I had a blast getting to draft the format. I got to see some cool, different uh, decks get used. Um, So I I like seeing the different archetypes and everything uh, getting used from what I've seen. But you've got to draft a little bit more. So I'll let you kind of (laughs) take over a little bit and tell some of your, your experiences.
1: Sure. I think I've done, like, ten drafts overall. Like, probably six or seven paper, and then I've done three online, which you can actually go watch if you want. <laughs> uh, I'll be uploading the first one today, just after the podcast, so... Uh, I'll give you my YouTube in the end if you want to check those out. Um, but what I've found is that I have a lot of fun with this five-color deck, where you just have infinite removal, and the two best decks I've drafted have both been that. Um, one of them... I actually thought it was bad right away. I'm like, oh, this deck's terrible. How do I kill anyone? I only have two Akari. Like, the 4-4 four, four flyer for 5, which is really good. <laughs> I have, like two Akari and a... a what's it? Netka That's, like, the only creatures that attacked. Decently. Oh, wow. I'm like, oh, this might be trouble. Uh, the good part is I had 15 removal spells. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, four, yeah, 15 removal spells and a bunch of fixing. Just, like... A playset of lances, a playset of Tribal Flames, um, a Fieryfall, and one of each of the white removals, like there's Pillar of Sleepness, um, Arrest, and Oblivion Ring, just had all these removals. <laughs> so I just killed everything and played Hakari, you know, just one with that, or like a Glint Idol I think. Mm. So <laughs> it was a pretty sweet deck, I, I didn't expect it to be as good as it was, but I guess if your opponents just have zero creatures, um, yeah, you win. So that was cool. <laughs> uh, I did another similar draft, another four-color deck. Um, you know, this one not as much removal, but had a bunch of bomb creatures. Just got Ant Queen, got Edric Sar, um, and uh, Creekwood Leech. So just kind of killing people with those. Just really fun decks for me. You know, not my opponents so much because I kill all their stuff and then you know just play a big dude. Right. But you know, it was fun for me. Um, I've also like dabbled with the artifacts deck. Um, I had a red white double strike deck, which was okay. I, I think that's probably my least favorite deck of the format.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, it's alright. Um, I think the, my favorite was probably the five color, but right after that, like, the green white tokens list. This yeah. is really cool. It's just so fun to play.
0: Yeah, I, I wish I could have drafted one of the token decks out there because they okay. do look like they were so much fun.
1: They're pretty cool. Scatter the Seeds is a hell of a card. Says instant on it. <laughs> it
0: says instant on
1: it. It's pretty good. But yeah, that's actually one of the cards you just have to watch out for. There's so often where I'll think, "Oh, is this a safe attack?" No, nope. it could have scattered the seeds, and then I'll just pass, and he'll, you know, play a scatter of the seeds in the end of the turn. I'm like, "Yeah, okay, sure, dude. Yeah, just make your three one or three one ones." Go ahead. Yeah, good job for you. Yay. <laughs> yeah. Did you? Were there any archetypes that you didn't really like though? That's something I'm interested in. I, I've talked to people who didn't like Spirits.
0: They didn't like playing against it or playing it?
1: Just didn't like playing it or against it, really. like Just um, didn't enjoy that it was in the draft format.
0: I don't know. I played against it round one, um, yeah. and it was a very grindy uh, match. I mean, he got a lot of really good yeah. stuff passed to him, so like, it, it, he was the only one clearly playing Spirits. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he had pretty much all the stuff that he could hope for. Um... From what was open, um, I I thought it was it was it was cool. Like it, it was different than than you know some of the other decks that were out there. It was it was reminding me very much of like the Orzov style of like yep. here, I'm just going to kind of dirtle a lot, extort a <laughs> little bit here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I I think it's it's cool that there is that playstyle available for players that like that. Uh, yeah, I drafted. That I thought it was fun. I I could see why people would be annoyed with it though. <laughs>
1: so you keep getting your removal spells back <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> once you've
1: cast the same um, oh shoot that black common I, I have one in my hand right now Nameless Inversion, once you've cast the same Nameless Inversion four times someone starts getting upset <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think a, a card I really underestimated as well is Waxman Baku mm-hmm. like whenever you play a Spirit you put a key counter on it, you can pay one mana and remove any number of key counters to tap X creatures. Yeah, that card's good. Mm -hmm. It's just better than any other tapper that I can think of. Yeah, very strong because you're gonna be you want to play spirit cards anyway. Like you want a lot of them. You have soul shift to get you more spirit cards back, and having a tapper that taps like four things in a turn if you need it to so strong. It's ridiculous. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Now, now I want to draft again. we'll do a draft <laughs> yes Yeah. so it's it, it's definitely a fun format and if for whatever reason you guys haven't had the opportunity to just try one out like I, I think they're yeah. still doing phantoms on Magic Online for it even right
1: yeah there's still should be fan. I hope there's phantoms still because I need to make more videos for that <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm hoping there's still phantom drafts I think there are I, I think I saw like Chion playing phantom drafts after the most recent update which is when they would have taken it out so okay I'm guessing it's still there.
0: Yeah. So yeah, still chances for you guys to, you, you know, your local game shop might have a couple packs left over, I don't know.
1: So. You can still get some online as well. Mm-hmm. Like People bought boxes to sell, that's uh, not realizing just how big the print run was, so mm-hmm. I, I think it's still fine, like, if you if you bought boxes and you want to save them, that's fine. Like, you're not going to lose your money or anything, but right. they didn't spike like uh, Modern Masters 1 did, yeah. which was a set that it just went crazy, man. So limited run and such sweet cards. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Cool. So that was kind of the the draft style with it. Um, so let's talk about some of the awesome stuff that that we opened. Like <laughs> um, I was saying, like pack one, pick one on my draft. I got Elish Norn, which That's is pretty good, which is sweet because I had I did not have one yet, and I just would like to have one for my collection. So that worked out well. Um, I also opened. Um, a co-select, um, in that draft as well. Wow. Uh, but I just flipped that to the shop, because I already have an pool, and so I'm like, I don't really care about having two Eldrazi's. I checked He's with...
1: A cool commander! <laughs> yeah,
0: that's true. That's true. I, ch- I checked with my, uh, buddy who also, uh, kind of shares a card pool with me, with me, and, uh, he was like, yeah, I don't really care about having it, and so I just kind of flipped it, um... See, I got a, a foil Kiki. Ooh. Um, so that's just sort of sitting sitting there, uh, waiting right now. Um, uh, Extra Bitter Blossom I got because I already have a play set uh, mm-hmm. and I got another one. And so I just gave that to my buddy that he can use in his sideboard uh, of his decks because he was playing uh, Grixis Twin for a while. Okay, um, interesting sideboard card for that deck, just like a, a one of.
1: You Super grindy.
0: hmm <laughs> Uh, got an extra noble, which I, I flipped that one. Yeah. Uh, just a couple of, of decent stuff. I mean, uh, I think I got a tesserat as well. Um, but that was, I think that, that was really it of like the stuff that I was really, really happy with that I got.
1: Did you pick up a box then, or? Yeah. Okay. So,
0: so my buddy and I uh, split a box. So it was both like with the draft and the uh, splitting of a sure. box together. We got some, some good stuff. <laughs>
1: so this is a really good value draft. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Who passed all these cards to you? <laughs> Just getting everything good.
1: Yeah, I I had a a similar experience, mm-hmm. except like more, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd say this is about probably a box worth of cards. So first. Pack I opened, the very first one, draft one, pack one, pack one. Mm-hmm. To the back oh, it looks a green mythic. And it has stars in its <laughs> its power toughness. So I just like got the slam it armor going pack one pick one. I oh, oh. was pretty happy about that one. Yeah. <laughs> the order on the rest of these I don't really remember, but <laughs> as I recall, um in a draft I was passed a cryptic command, which is pretty sweet. What? This is the same draft I opened a foil. Omnipainter Mage, which I dubbed the Foil Minator Mage, <laughs> of course. <laughs> uh, and I think uh, there's a second draft I did. I had Elishnorn into All His Dust. Wow. That's for the draft. Wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty sweet. The rest, of these are like from loose packs. Yeah. I got like just if I won, you know, packs at FNM. Mm-hmm. If we get three normal packs, we can just train them in for a Modern Masters pack. Or, my parents bought me for some for my birthday, and actually, they bought me. It, it was like four packs or something. Mm-hmm. And of them, there's like a Bitter Blossom and a an Click in it. <laughs> These are ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, just some like, loose packs and stuff else I got. Um, there's a Splinter Twin, a Spouse Guide, two non foil Fulminator Mages, that's um, awesome. the Blink Moth Nexus, a Noble Hierarch, a Line of Sanity, and that's everything. But I guess I went and looked it up. I hadn't realized how much this actually was. It's like 560 bucks. Oh, yeah, that's
0: That's a, that's a solid set of cards there.
1: Yeah, I got I got pretty lucky with this set. I I, I have a friend who got luckier. Like somehow, because I thought this is really good, but he's on like double goy, foiled cryptic, <laughs> two Karns. Like, Oh, Justin, please calm down. Right, <laughs> you can stop. <laughs> That guy that guy opened some crazy stuff in Modern Masters. But you know what? I feel like it's justice because neither of us opened anything good in every other set. Yeah. So.
2: Yeah.
1: You, you decided to go hot for Modern Masters. <laughs> <laughs> I was pretty happy with it though. Mm-hmm. It just kinda goes to show if, if you were, you know, to to spend some money in the set you could, you know, get really paid off, but I've talked to other people who are like, Yeah, I opened like a Spellskite. <laughs> That's yeah. That's it. <laughs> like, oh sorry. <laughs> <These> terrible box. <blocks. laughs> so it, it's a pretty risky set, but it's really fun too. So if you want to draft it, I would, I would get in there. Mm-hmm. Get in
0: there. Get in there. Make it happen, guys. <laughs> um, no, no, I, I think there's there are some good stuff, and I know there's some people that were disappointed with some of their pools and stuff, and i yeah. like, I I mean, it sucks that not every card can be those those bombs, but uh, mm. there, there's still some decent. Uh, uh, rares in there that you can use for, for commander and stuff like that and, uh, you know have, think, have fun with sorry no. um, I
1: think like the main difference between this one and the first Modern Masters isn't like the big rares it's the small rares hmm. so like there's no mid tier rares or hardly any Yeah, it's either you get a $25 rare or like a, a dollar Yeah, yeah. there's no middle ground here other than like Bling Moth Nexus I guess mm-hmm. kind of like just rebuys a pack value-wise. Right. But everything else is like, oh look, I got an ant queen! Woo!
0: <laughs> All or nothing, yeah.
1: Yeah! <laughs> Hope for a rain in my uncommon. <laughs> or, you know, oh no, I got a noble, forty dollars! Like, There's right. no middle ground, which I think was like the, the downfall here. The first one felt like it was a little too, you know, too much money in those packs, because mm-hmm. people just opened them and didn't draft them. Right. Uh, and this one feels like there was just not quite enough.
0: I don't know. Well, maybe Modern Masters 3 they'll finally find yeah. that uh, that sweet spot. <laughs> uh, yeah. um,
1: no Tumblegoyz, okay? Look, we've printed it off. Now uh, those of us who own our set need to, you know, <laughs> no, no,
0: reprint. Always always reprint Tumblegoyz in Modern no! Masters. No! <laughs> <laughs> um, cool, so that's, that's how Modern Masters was going. Um, so, anything else with Modern Masters? Do you want to kind of talk a little bit about um, origins, real quick.
1: It's time for some origins. Okay. That's a cool set.
0: Um, and yeah, we're not going to talk too much into it. We're not going to sit there and go over every card and talk about drafts. So the first stuff. card is Neon. <laughs> <laughs> first card in white. Because <laughs> well, that's what we did in State of the Gathering, in case you guys yeah. were not around for that stuff. We would do those kind of release sets. But uh, just kind of want to go and just highlight a couple cards that you noticed that you might be really excited for or stuff that you might think could be seen in other formats other than just standard.
1: Sure. I have I have one. Okay. And it's it's kind of a surprise, but I think it really is just because of how the deck works. Uh-huh. But Liliana might do something in modern. <laughs> ah, okay. So the Collected Company deck, there's an Abzan Collected Company deck yes. that could put this in their deck. Yep. Um, it's a little bit of a reach because it's double black, but, you know, it's modern, so the <laughs> mana faces are pretty decent. Mm-hmm. And... Like, part of their, you know, part of what they're doing is they're sacking their own creatures a lot. Yes. They can flip her pretty easily, and she's very powerful once you flip her. Mm-hmm. Just reanimating your voices and stuff is, is so good. And you can actually reanimate a piece of your combo, if that's the kind of absent deck you're playing. Like, yeah. you can bring Kitchen Finks or something back right away. Mm-hmm. So, you know, flipping her could just win you the game sometimes.
0: Yeah, and, and three mana, that's really easy to court into. Yeah, you can cord into that. You can also
1: hit it off Collected Company. Like, if, if you got, you know, your Finks or whatever in your graveyard, you Collected Company, you see Liliana, Molira. Like, oh, good, Viscera's here's already out. I win.
0: <laughs> cool. Success. <laughs>
1: yeah, you can also bring out the Viscera's here. You can book up Molira. So, it, you know, it works for any piece of this combo. Yeah. Which just makes it feel like such an easy card. Or not easy, but a card that they could certainly just slip in. Like, as a two-over or something. So I actually think they might play this. (laughs) I
0: I would love to see that happen. Yeah. Um, I mean, Lily has always been kind of one of the uh, stronger planeswalkers when she is the kind of lower cost style. Yeah. Um, So this is going to be cool to see.
1: I guess we should probably say what Liliana does. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Maybe they're not looking. All right. So here it is. For one black black, you get a 2-3 lifelink. Not great. Not even close to great. <laughs> but whenever another non token creature you control dies, exile Liliana, heretical hero, healer, and return to the battlefield transformed under her owner's control. So actually, if you. That's funny. If you steal this and then one of your creatures dies, then, uh. Yeah, the, whoever you stole it from gets the Planeswalker. <laughs>
0: uh, really?
1: Yeah. It's her owner's control, yeah. her owner's control, huh? Wow. That's interesting. Yeah. Um. So if you do, you put a 2-2 two, two black zombie creature onto the battlefield. Um, and then she's flipped, who is Liliana, Defiant Necromancer. 3 loyalty um, is a plus 2. Dis- each player discards a card, so the same as Liliana the Veil. Mm-hmm. That's a plus 2. Um, and here's the ability I'm actually caring about, is the Minus X. So return target non-legendary creature card with converted mana cost X less from your graveyard to the battlefield. So I guess it doesn't work with Malira because this has to be non-legendary. Just or yeah. well, Malira.
0: <laughs>
1: well, it's not as good as I thought, but I think it still might be good enough.
0: <laughs> yeah, still, still pretty solid there. Um, yep. So I, I like that idea. I didn't think about that one. Um, I mean, one that I think a lot of people have been talking about uh, is the new blue card. Um,
1: Days undoing.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yes.
1: What but, What do you think here? Is this gonna happen?
0: Um. So. My buddy and I have been talking about it, and we're ready to to throw it in uh, a burn deck, uh, and and just watch people cry.
1: Yeah, just see what happens. Um,
0: yeah, so it costs three mana, each player shuffles his or her hand and Graveyard into his or her library, then draws seven cards. If you do it during your turn, your turn ends. Uh, but I, you know, being able to just burn people down and then reload it, uh, with all these new burn spells again for next turn sounds pretty sweet.
2: Yep. Um,
0: but, you know, turn three when maybe you want to be doing something else might suck, but uh, a lot of time you sit there and burst down and then you might be sitting there waiting for those last couple burn spells to, to kill somebody off, so I think this will be a good way to, to help out. Um, yeah. The other deck that people have been discussing it is Affinity. Um, you know, you sit there dump your hand and everything, and if you can't kill them early on, well, guess what? I can reload my hand it. again. Uh, so, do it again! <laughs> so I, I think those are the two decks that we, we might see it in. I don't really see it being used in, in many other decks. Um, but I, I could be surprised by it, you know. Yeah. You, you never know what, what will happen uh, when people get their hands on the cards and start testing them out. Um, so I think that's going to be a, a, another one that people are going to see a lot of. Um, the, uh, let's see.
1: Well, in Days Undoing, actually, Frank Carson had an article about it
0: mm-hmm.
1: Like when he thought this would be good in Affinity, and he's... He said you want it on the play versus decks like Jund. This is when he thought it was going to be really good because they're not really able to take advantage of the cards by turn two for them. Mm-hmm. Like little Thotsies maybe and then get a Tarmor wolf down or something. And then you, you flip their hand after you've already played everything. Yeah. So you're up five cards, which is a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you want to be up five cards. That's that's the rule. Um in, in that kind of situation, you're not dying so quickly that them getting to take advantage of this first is a big deal. He His thought, and I'm going with him because, to, you know, in my opinion, he's just the best affinity player. Yeah. His thought is you don't want this if you're on the draw because then they're actually, like, Guns commanding you before you cast this and stuff. Mm. and You're just not winning that game. Like, if, if they go even after two for winning you, that's yeah. really rough. So I, I kind of like that. I think it's, like, a sweet cyborg card for this deck. And then, you know, you win game one, you don't bring it in for game two, but game three you bring it in, and you just have this huge huge advantage, or, if, you know, if you lose the first game, you can bring it in for game two, and, you know, try to get, try to get in that way. I think it's kind of cool. I don't know if I want to devote a cyborg card, or a cyborg slot, just yeah. for that,
0: though. Yeah.
1: It's pretty narrow. So, I don't, I don't know. It's a cool card, though. I think it could do some stuff.
0: Um, let's see. Any other blue stuff that you, you saw? Um, I, I actually, you know, Talent of the Telepath, I think, is a cool idea. Um, okay. But I don't really see, you know, f- four mana is expensive for it. Yeah. Um, so for those that aren't familiar with the card, I'll throw that up again.
1: Is this uh, for, like, an instant, maybe? Mm. I mean, I'm just thinking, like, the card that seems like it would replace is probably Jace. Like, Handsome Jace. And yeah. I just don't see be any better. Handsome Jace, of course, being the four-mana one from Ravnica. <laughs> 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 like, I was just used, like, Baby Jace, Little Jace, Handsome Jace, Broken Jace. <laughs> People usually get it, but... <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, but um, I, I like the idea of the card. I don't know if, you know... It's cool can card. ...because see, see much of it. Uh, the other card that I, I I feel like we are going to be seeing, though, is this new green card. Uh, Cost X and a green. Do you know which one I'm talking about?
1: This is the one
0: that the Bloom
1: players like. <laughs> yes. anyway,
0: awakening? You got it. Three lands, guys. Yeah, um, this... Reveal the top X card so in your library, get and you get to put all land cards from among those onto the battlefield tapped. The rest in your library in random order. And Spell Mastery. If there are two or more instant or sorcery cards in your graveyard, untap those lands.
1: Yeah, It. it if you have Spell Mastery, it just it has your amulet A vigor for you. (laughs) If not, you have to do it yourself. (laughs) This card might actually be really good. Yeah, I just don't want it to be. (laughs) 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 I I'm already at the point where I think the format would be better without Amulet Bloom. Yeah, like it was a side light or like a a, you know something that's. Yeah, it was like an outlier deck, kind of like the Gory's Vengeance, which is apparently not so much an outlier anymore. It's not. It, it was just one of those outliers, it was just like, yeah, okay, weird combo players, you can have your fun. And then, you know, someone who builds decks really well looks at it and says, hey, I bet I can break this. Yep. And then they make it too good. <laughs> now he might have to ban it. Um, it just, these degenerate combos are not what modern is supposed to be about. Like, in fact, you can interact with, you just can't interact with these decks. You, you, how do you interact with someone's land drop? Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, it's right. really difficult. <laughs> you can't stop that from happening. <laughs> can't even like stifle amulet triggers or something. <laughs> I don't know. This is tough. I, yeah. I think it's a cool card though. Mm-hmm. Like it's gonna be sweet in commander, obviously, because everything else. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Origin's gonna have some good stuff like that. Um, yeah, there's a lot
1: of cool cards. Um, Evolutionary leap is pretty sweet too. This could actually be a thing. It's not Survival of the Fittest, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, again, there's, there's decks that are mm-hmm. kind of okay with sacking their creatures. And, I mean, this is a pretty good value for sacking a Kitchen Fix or something. Yeah, Just go find a different creature.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, uh, random creature from my deck in my hand. Cool. Alright.
0: <laughs> um, did you see the white uh, instant spell? Um, the uh, hollowed moonlight?
1: Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. So it's, uh, it's pretty good. <laughs> I I don't know if it's gonna make it to modern, mm-hmm. but there's a chance. Like there are decks that just try to cheat those creatures in, and it kind of wrecks them.
0: Well, I mean, we we look at our um uh we we were talking about the uh, uh collective company deck.
1: Sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. I forgot. There's the collective company too. Collective company. <laughs> I draw a card and you don't get yeah. any of your creatures. Sorry, I just exiled
0: the You wanted that combo piece? Nope, sorry. You don't get I guess, that.
1: I guess they just fail to find and
0: put all the cards on the bottom, but that's still really good. Yeah. Uh, also you don't works, actually get to exile their creatures. <laughs> yeah. um, also works against uh, twin players.
1: Um, um, I have a bad yeah. Because
0: oh, yeah, any tokens so- that you generate or copies okay. of creatures. Sorry, it does not work. And I get a draw card off it.
1: Yeah. All right. This is a card. Yeah. So, this could be a thing. Mm-hmm. Huh. I hadn't thought about twin, but yeah, this just hits a lot of stuff. Hits the vengeance deck. It's um, like you said, twin and, uh, and company. What else? Just any deck that's trying to go, uh, give some and given into uh, umbrella rights. Yeah. Gets them as well. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, this is sweet. <laughs> All right. <laughs>
0: Start getting your copies, your yeah, foils. <laughs> living End as well. Yeah, wow, it's just Rice Living End. They so, just lose. So, I so yeah, go. this is what you guys need to get. Pick this up. This will be a card. Okay? Huh. We figured it out now.
1: Yeah, this could be a card. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get some of these. I don't play white, but hopefully we <laughs> them all away.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, the other card that I, no- I notice uh, that I feel like we're going to be seeing some play of is our new Merfolk. Yes, finally, guys. Wondering when you were gonna talk about this one. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a two cost, uh, two blue there. That's not gonna be too much of an issue. Uh, for a two two, it says <sighs> when he enters the battlefield, the Harbinger of the Tides. You may return target tap creature under opponent controls to their hand. Uh, you yep. may also pay two extra mana, and it can have flash. But you're or gonna, you're gonna have you can just control an aether pile. Exactly, you're gonna vial it, it in for flash anyway. Mana. <laughs> So they're gonna sit there and attack or whatever you're gonna bile this in return their yeah. creature and then you're gonna swing in for lethal and it'll be great this
1: card is
0: very good. yeah
1: that's fact right uh, there
0: it's been a while since we've had a a new merfolk that we're able to play yeah uh, so i'm I'm happy about that so um, you know, I, I I so far it's like you know we're around that three four cards that we're gonna be seeing um,
1: yeah I mean there's a couple more though. There's at least one other that I think is going to see some play. Alright, what else? Uh, a, Harbinger Tides is sweet. I'm really excited. I'm going
0: to build more folk now.
1: Goblin <laughs> Piledriver is now legal in modern.
0: Oh, I forgot about that.
1: I think this... I, I don't know if it's going to be as good as it is in Legacy, because the Legacy deck is very different from any modern Goblins decks, but, man, I play against modern Goblins decks. I do not want to
0: see a Piledriver. No, no. <laughs> this is scary. Yeah, this deck just from blue, is so- guys. Yeah, probably. And, and he gets pumped uh, by plus two for each other attacking goblin.
1: Yeah, so he's a one two for two. Yeah, one two for two. And he gets plus two so plus for each other attacking goblins. So this is, I mean, this is also. I think he's gonna be getting standard, mm-hmm. like just you know, goblin boundary like street denizen into this into um. Rebel master. problem master. Right?
0: <laughs> yeah, that seems fair.
1: Yeah. How about you take five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. <laughs> I don't know. that's no, nine. How about you take nine? <laughs> that's so stupid. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. That's a little too much damage, so I'm a little worried about that too. Um do you see anything else for modern here? Um see like Tainted Remedy, that could be a combo with um Beacon of Immortality is the one people have been talking about. Like Oh, okay. Maybe some deck runs Tainted Remedy Beacon for their (laughs) wind, but I don't see it. Yeah, (laughs) like it's maybe a casual thing. It's sweet and casual though. That's so cool. Um,
0: but yeah, I mean that's like five cards right there.
1: Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, Um, this is a lot for a core set.
0: And well, even too with some of our recent sets, like we're we're getting like maybe, you know, two or three from each new set that actually are going to be getting used in in decks and stuff. Um, Yeah.
1: This feels more like Tark here, yeah, which was just All so full. <laughs> yeah, this is so full of modern like staples now. Yes, and the the, the entire Fetchland cycle, like whoa, mm-hmm. so good. Um, I guess maybe I don't know. I guess we have. Um, I was gonna say Artificer's Epiphany, but um, the one where you just discard an artifact instead is still legal. I think that's better. Mm-hmm. So. I can't remember what it's called. <laughs>
0: um, but that's you know a good a good mix of cards. Origins are going to be coming out soon, guys. Pre-release mm-hmm. is next weekend, um, so keep your eyes oh, open for some cool stuff. Go play some Terra Giant. You know you want to. Yeah, yeah make <laughs> it happen. Um, but that was it with the origin stuff. Uh, Did want to give a rundown of some of the GPs that it has happened recently. Um, since we've had at least three modern GPs uh glass Actually
1: episode. I have one more. Oh have got one more? Yeah, I got one more.
0: All Sorry. Alright. Right. Sword of the Animist. This I
1: is okay, do you know what this one. one does? No,
0: I missed
1: this one. Alright, alright, this one's sweet. So it's two mana, it's an equipment. Equip costs is two. Uh equipped creature gets plus one plus one. And whenever that equipped creature attacks, you get to rampant growth. What? Yeah. You just go search your library for a basic put it into play.
0: Okay. <laughs> hmm. This thing? Yeah, just whenever it attacks, not even deal damage. Just yeah, like, no, it's whenever attack. it attacks.
1: Oh. So gross. Like, if you put this in a two-color deck, you just get, like, five lands or something.
0: <laughs>
1: I don't know if it's actually good enough, but it's pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah, that is cool. All
0: okay, right. now I'm done. Alright, alright. <laughs> Sorry. Um... So, so the modern GP s- s- is done for Season 3. Yeah. There's no more modern GPs until Season 4. Um, and we'll talk about when those are going to be taking place. But there's been a few. We've had Charlotte, we've had Singapore, and we've had Copenhagen. Um, yeah. And what's been nice is that we've had a different deck win.
1: Yeah, I guess we have, haven't
0: we? It, is, it has not been the same deck every time. So, okay. uh, are we starting with Charlotte and work our way... Yeah, we'll okay. do an order.
1: So, Charlotte, Copenhagen, Singapore. Okay.
0: Um, so, Star Cities put on the Charlotte event. Um, yep. And uh, first place was kind of uh, the new take on the collective company uh, <laughs> style. And uh, I've seen a couple of people start running this. One of the guys at our shop runs this version. Um, it is the L's version. Yep. Yeah, so... It's, I don't know about
1: four quarter calling, but <laughs>
0: uh, I don't know. It's it's, lot. it's pretty well. I mean, you get you just tap your 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 mana dorks for for mana, mm. uh, and you can cast cord for almost anything like for free. Yeah. So it's
1: I did, I I want some number,
0: but you don't. You think four is too many?
1: I don't know. If, yeah, I don't know if you need four. Four like there is a cost of putting these in your deck. Mm. Maybe four is the right number. Maybe it's that good. Yeah, I, don't don't know. Know. I don't know. Maybe he wants five.
0: <laughs> he's not allowed, but you know. <laughs> he's he's not allowed that five, but you know. he could dream. But, you know. <laughs> um, so it's it's a it's a pretty cool deck. Um, as as it goes, like I said, there's there's a lot more uh, players that are choosing this one over kind of the podless pod style yeah. uh, that was running around for a while. So, um, but like. You'd expect, it's got all of the, the mana dorks in there, Elvish Hearts Druid there, um, nope. you know, Elvish Champions, or the Mystics, the Visionaries, Eternal Witnesses, like the things that you, you'll want to, like, court into. Um, Heritage Druid. You know, the, oh yeah, they've got Heritage Druid in there, which is, you know, why would you not want all the, all the mana?
1: Well, I mean, Heritage Druid is now a $23 card. Is it so. really? Wow. It is. An uncommon from Morning Tide. Yeah. <laughs> um, six years is all it takes for an uncommon <laughs> <laughs> this, this ridiculously price i guess it's longer than that now it's like eight years or something mm. but still <laughs> that's such a ridiculous price yeah yeah this i i kind of have expected it to be in origins mm. based somewhat on the price but it wasn't in there sadly also so i mean it's like an l set like yeah yeah
0: cool um, but but the deck itself is so quick, like yeah. you, the way that you accelerate out and get mm-hmm. your your board presence is, is insane, um, and and you can, I mean you sit there and you you turn one, play a forest, and play an elvish mystic, like all right sweet, you've already got two <laughs> mana, like you're not scared so. are you? <laughs> <laughs> you're you're going to be collective company very quickly here, so it's. It's it's, gonna it's, it's scary uh, with how quickly you can just kind of overwhelm. Something. Can you
1: can you do it on turn two somehow?
0: I don't think you can. Um, no, I don't. I think can that's... see how you get three mana, but you can't see how you get four. Uh, yeah, I don't think there's a, a way that you can cheat it out.
1: Yeah, um, you
0: can do it on turn three.
1: Yeah, but no, no turn two. Collective companies, no. oh. <laughs> Sorry, not
0: that good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's not that good. Don't worry about it. Uh, One,
0: two, three. Well, we're... okay, if you have shrine out. Okay. This, um, I like where this is going. All right, hold on. <laughs> Math and stuff. <laughs> this is the the Worst stuff. time was trying to try to do do. do okay, right, here it okay here it is. Here it is. You have forest. Okay.
1: Forest elvish mystic, right? Yeah. And then you're playing Heritage Druid. Okay. And what? For the other. Like Nettle Sentinel? And yeah. then you tap make three mana. Uh-huh. Play your Nyctos, Activate your Nyctos, And yeah. then you have Devotions three. Yeah, you have four mana. There you go. I think I did that right. I, that, sounds right. that sounds about right. It sounds about right. It sounds sweet.
0: <laughs> so anyway, the deck is great. Like, <laughs> it's, a, it's a strong deck. Um, like, it's sideboard, Bow Nilea, Fracturing Gusts, Dismembers, uh, Beast was in, Leclamation Sage, Fangs. Interesting. It ran Hushwing in there, huh? Okay. Hushwing. I guess because you can collective, you can cord it out. So Yeah. I don't know. It's Fort cool Sender, though. <laughs> yeah. So it's just it's a solid, just kind of heavy have creature a friend- heavy stack.
1: Yeah, I've actually got a friend who's been running this a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, he kind of played it for a bit and then went back to burn. But <laughs> it was fun to play against. I was just playing my Teammir twin deck, trying to get good with it just against this deck, and I think it's a weird matchup so I don't know how much it helped, mm-hmm. but <laughs> Lightning Bolt's really good. Electrolyze is really, really good. <laughs> Electrolyze
0: yeah.
1: is great. Yeah, just kind of destroys this deck. Um, Spellscan on the other hand is really, really, really good.
0: Yeah, my uh friend played it at the uh, Open in Maryland uh, and he said he had a real hard time playing against uh, Tron because, you know, Red Green okay. Tron they're just like Pyroclasm, just constantly nuking yeah. the board. Uh, and I can see that, that would just get super frustrating super quickly. But
1: You mean like double archdruid to live through it? Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's tough. Yeah.
1: Uh, mm-hmm. The Gormapal is probably pretty hard to beat too. Right. I would think. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Like Oblivion Stones, and just yeah, like, it's tough, it's a tough matchup, but it's, get, a, it's a cool deck, yeah. A lot of rats.
1: I, I don't, I mean, that's not the matchup he was looking to beat. I think, um, a, a lot of it, you know, it's not a good matchup versus John. We also tested that matchup. I won, I think I won every game, hmm. so it's not good there. Um, but looked like it was good versus Twin, and he certainly has some game versus affinity with the Reclamation Sage main deck, and just how easy it is to go find. And then as a sideboard, he's got two Fracture Gusts as well. Um, the second Reclamation Sage and like Kitchen Fix is actually really good for set deck. Yeah. <laughs> just trade for two other things and gain four. Mm-hmm. So I could see some game there. Like, there's quite a few decks that I think this thing can beat. I, I'm not entirely sure how it won the event though. Like, it just doesn't look like a GP winning list. And I don't think we'll see it repeat. But it's good that it happened.
0: Yeah, no, no, no. I, I think it's, it is cool. To see that variety and and you look at the other list though of the top couple decks like yeah. there's two blue red twin decks okay that makes sense twin is still in there there was an yeah. affinity deck in there uh and there was a burn deck in there those are the kind of go-to decks that have been in the format for modern for a while since like the banning of pod and stuff they've been consistently yeah. doing well um Abzan Company and Elves are kind of the newer guys on the block. That was cool. They made mm-hmm. it in the top eight, and then we had the two fringe decks.
1: Yeah,
0: Corio's engines. Uh, yes. <laughs> so excellent. <laughs> so why don't we talk Adnaziem first? Sure. Okay. This deck. Friendship Reef Is sweet. <laughs> so, so the the objective is. You have all this stuff to prevent you from losing the game. Yeah. Um, Phyrexian Unlife, Angels' Grace, oh, just, uh-huh. that sort of stuff. You cast your Ad Nauseum, draw your whole deck uh, into like Lightning Storm. Yep. And then you just kill somebody with a Lightning Storm. <laughs> it's it. It is a fringe deck. It's so sweet. <laughs> 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 but. I- it got fourth this
1: place card at this stage. So awesome. Yeah, is this card. Alright, alright, I've never seen this before. <laughs> One red red, cool. Lightning storm is X damage to target creature player X is three plus the number of charge counters on it. Discard a land, put two charge counters on Lightning Storm, you may choose a new target for it. Well, any player may play this ability, but only if Lightning Storm is on the stack? Who made this card?
0: <laughs> what are you thinking?
1: <laughs> How drunk do you have to be? Ugh. Like, let's have a let's have an instant with charge counters. Go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Seems fair, right?
1: I don't know if there's more than just lightning storm of that, but this is such a sweet wincon.
0: Yeah, no, that 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 <laughs> is the the uh the wincon uh, in there. That is
1: so awesome. Uh, I know now
0: th- the the um.
1: Those are the vault can you games.
0: The the sideboard does have laboratory maniac though. Yeah. So, you sit there, be able to get Laboratory Maniac, and alright, here's uh, Ad Nausea. I'm draw my whole deck. I win! Yay. Yay! Look at that, guys.
1: It was cool! It did fun things! <laughs> uh, this deck's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, it has, has one Laboratory Maniac. Well, I guess you're just gonna drag a whole deck anyway, right? Yeah. I, that, that only works with the Frexian Unlife Kill, though. Right, right. Huh. Okay. This deck's awesome, man. <laughs> or a Sanctity just to be a bad person. Mm-hmm. Man, he's playing Darkness? Nice. Wow. That, black
0: Fog? The Black Fog, okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> man, this guy's a guy hero. Well. Hmm. Darian Elderfield. Well done, sir. Well done.
0: Yeah. So, fringe deck, making it in there ad nauseum. So, in case you guys want to troll some people and. and... Mm. Have some fun, uh, playing a game of magic with yourself. This is the deck to use.
1: Yeah, it only you. It's one person <laughs> plays this game. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Let's bring
1: attack negation, make sure. <laughs> I really don't want to go to my next turn. Let's yeah. just win.
0: <laughs> yeah, so that, that is uh, huh? one of the French decks that made top four. Huh? Good on uh, good on there. The other one. This deck has been seeing a rise like no other deck lately.
1: Yeah. This is true. Now,
0: I, I've played it previously uh, at okay. other events before, you know, the GP Charlotte were, and now it's kind of everywhere. So I at least was familiar with the deck. I knew what yeah. the objective was.
1: Um, I've had a match against it as well. It's an awful matchup for John. <laughs> you don't want to hit this one. they just kill you on turn two and there's nothing you can do about it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I died on turn three. My turn two, his turn three uh, huh. in the open. Or, or at the uh, uh, invitational qualifier there over the weekend. Um, okay. And the objective is to use cards
2: mm-hmm.
0: like Faithless Looting, um, you know, Tormenting Boys, toys, things like this to throw away Grizzled Bran, to throw away your World's Fire Worm, throw away your Enraged Cyclops over here, and keep yeah. them into play. With it needs vengeance. to
1: be. It needs to be Grizzlebrand or Bobo. Yes. Generally, Gristlebrand to start and then Bobo later. Mm-hmm. You can you can through the breach a Worldswide Worm. I did lose to that as well.
0: Yeah, and through the breach is the other way, and I lost to the Grizzlebrand um, into the through the breach uh, Borigmos.
1: Okay, you lost the fun way. <laughs> he threw lands at your face.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's like, alright, here's Grizzlebrand. I'm going to pay 14 life and draw 14 cards and then I'm going to remove these Simeon Spirit Guides and I'm going to cast Esperate Ritual and look, here's my Through the Breach, sweet, look at this, guys. Now here's my and Rage, here's all these lands.
2: Yay! Yay,
0: you lose, <laughs> turn three. Uh, now, the, the deck is a glass cannon, though. It, yeah, really. It has those kills where you could just blow somebody out on turn three, but it is it is rocky if you cannot get the right pieces. Uh, yeah.
1: Um. I, I will say like part another part of this deck is, is through Nourishing Shoal you can draw more cards. So you don't always get all the cards you need off or fourteen cards. So you get to excel Nourishing Shoal plus spine Worm to yes.
2: so
1: gain. Yes. it like eleven life? Eleven life. It's mana. Yeah, mana. So you just gain eleven life, and then you get to do it again. Um, so you do for one yourself, but then you get to draw seven cards, and then, you know, by then, hopefully you have your your Barbaragmos and Rage, plus some way to get it into play, and then you get three lands at the men. <laughs> this, this deck's pretty cool. Uh, I would recommend that if you want to play it, you do it soon. It is another one of the decks I think Wizards kind of has their eye on for maybe banning something out of, just because it is a deck that breaks the rules of Modern, <laughs> and now it does it somewhat consistently apparently <laughs> yeah
0: interestingly enough um, I don't know what
1: changed though
0: uh, well I think it's a lot of people are not as familiar with the uh, deck sure um, and I don't know it's just the deck looks very similar to what uh, I faced before
1: mm-hmm.
0: so I don't know what is I, I don't I don't know what is, what is changing
1: you know what? I've got a list. I so I played that guy in Vancouver, uh-huh. and I I took a picture of his list. So, <laughs> so have- I'm gonna yeah, I'll go actually pull it up right now. I can't show you guys, but I'll go find it.
0: Yeah, so then we can I look. Just want to it, it's different. let see. I've
1: done this before. <clears throat> Hopefully, I've still got it.
0: <laughs>
1: I think I do. Yeah, dude. Here it is. All right, all right. So here's the difference. Okay. Uh to see, so he's got the four world spine worms, four Russell brands, four yeah, same list so far. He had a time of need, yeah. The literal only card that's changed is um, he's got Metamorphos in this list. I don't think, oh no, they both have Metamorphos. Yep, this one's got four instead of two. Ah, uh, okay, so the difference is noxious revival and tormenting voice. So, practically nothing. Right. So this is always good. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Man, I don't know. This is weird. <laughs> well, what works, right? It, yeah. Um, so, so this is when we started to really see the rise of the deck, though. Um, yeah. After after Charlotte. Um, was there any other decks that uh, caught your eye that you wanted to talk about, maybe in the top 16 or, or anything like that?
1: Um, there's some burn... There's an Abzan Company deck?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, I guess... And then Lantern Control. Oh,
0: that's also really when we started you... to see the Lantern Control. I
1: don't know how this deck works. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's... I think it's one of the decks where you, like... You look at the top player of each player's library... And you just decide if they're gonna draw it or not.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, this looks like a lockout
0: deck. There's, like, three it Pit is. main deck. Um, so... I, I saw LSV play the deck okay um on on channel fireball he you know they release videos every so often because when i saw this deck i was and i was trying to prepare for for the event i was like all right i don't know i've never seen the deck before so (laughs) i need to at least watch from his point of view to understand what the deck is supposed to do so i can have some semblance of an idea of what i need to do against it um and it is a lockout deck. You, you sit there, you, you know, you've got your, your needles out, you've got your lanterns, you've got all these ways to look at your opponent's top card and say, okay, do I want them to draw this, yes or no? Nope, alright, I'm going to make them discard it. And just keep sitting there and, <laughs> and cycling away all their cards. You've got uh, in- Inquisitions, you've got the Stands, you've got the rest, so any cards that you put in their hand that you're like, you know what, sure, you can have that card, oh, just kidding, you, you don't get that card anymore. I'm going to strip Actually, you don't. <laughs> um... And it, it's just completely rude. You know, surgical Extraction's in there, so you can just completely siphon them off. And, and um, you know, you've got four Ensnaring Bridges, so they can't attack you either. And and really, you just win by deck out. It's, it's a lockout, yeah. deck out way to win. And it is a, <laughs> a really frustrating way to, to lose. Because, you know, you're running the three spells. That's the only creature you run, too. You don't. Yeah. You don't need to run anything else, um, and it's got the academy runes in there. So any of these artifacts that you've got that you're sacking and sending to the graveyard and stuff uh, get to come back. Um, like the the pyrite spell bomb uh, is in there to help deal with some creatures uh, that yep. might get onto the battlefield. You've got the abrupts in there. Like it, it's it's a cool deck. Um, it's another one of those decks where if you yeah. want to play by yourself, this is the deck for you. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but this one is a little different so the other deck you just do your thing and you win yes fine <laughs> you just wait this deck you just wait like, <laughs> when are you going to draw your whole deck I don't know man it's going to be like 20 turns from Yeah, it's,
0: it's a slow methodical uh, grindy uh, game but it's a very <laughs> annoying deck I'll put it like that it's an annoying yeah.
1: deck <laughs> That sounds about right. <laughs> oh my goodness. Says, oh, you box. got
0: a creature. It's too bad I got in Snaring Bridge and you can't uh. attack me. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like, oh, that awesome card, that could probably help you. No, I'm going to just send it to the graveyard.
1: I don't think it can help you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, Jeez, this is rude. Yeah.
1: Oh, man. All right, so, rude deck number one. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I just never looked. Um, I guess a cool one here is Grix's Control. Uh, Patrick Chapin's version. He's got four Cryptic Commands and it just makes me so happy. Hmm. Just four of them, man. He's like, I'm going to play them all. I want to do it. Yes. Cryptic Command's fun mm-hmm. for the people who play it.
0: <laughs> for those that do not, sorry.
1: <laughs> yeah. Also, pretty notable is like every blue deck just has four Snapcasters now. Yep. So, so it's something to keep in mind. That card's just dumb. Dumb, expensive. But, um,. Yeah. I think that's all I'm really looking for from this one. Cool. let will just move on to Copenhagen. Yeah,
0: that sounds good to me.
1: Cool. So Copenhagen, we're just—I think we're just looking at top eight here. Um, this was well, it was in Copenhagen, which is where is that? I don't know.
0: Uh, Co- Copenhagen is in Sweden.
1: Sweden? Okay, I, I, that's what I thought, but I didn't want to say so. Be wrong. Yeah. It's never a good, never a good. <laughs> <point>. <laughs>
0: So, oh. so are you looking at the, the whole top 16, or you just want to cover top 8?
1: I think just top 8. Oh, this is top 16 deckless. Okay. Yeah. We, we uh-huh. can just
0: look at top 8 if you yeah, want. Yeah, we
1: can just skim through them all. Um, I think the big news here is is Merfolk 1. Yes, it did. Which it's did. just interesting. mm mm-hmm. <laughs> Not the deck I usually picked to in a GP, but I think it's one of the decks that can do it. Just, you know, it's tier 2, so it's not going to get there a lot of the time. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm.
0: But it definitely has that uh, surprise factor, uh, in yeah, it. And, and at the event that I went to, eleventh um, place was a Merfolk deck as well. So, okay. so it's it it, it it for whatever reason, all the the kind of not not the top tier decks are starting to, to progress more, and and I think it's it's helping that like decks like these creature based decks like Merfolk and stuff. Are able to, to be in the format now that Pod is is gone.
1: Yeah. So. Go away, Pod. <laughs> um, you were mean. Do you know how to use the top eight?
0: Uh, yeah, just uh, click on the. Um, well, up at the top, it's got the Grand Picks uh, Copenhagen 2015, where it says okay. post, post it in, and then it'll be uh, right there.
1: Cool. Okay. Um, I guess we'll just do the top 16 ones. Since I'm already here. Or are you already also here?
0: I- I'm at top 8 right now. <laughs> okay, I'm at top 8 now too. Alright. Uh, maybe. maybe. <laughs> well, I was just showing off the, the Merfolk one. It, it's a okay. very straightforward uh, Merfolk, but this is, you know, again, going for the uh, um, blue-white in a way. Um, yeah. It, it's it's not at blue-white like most of the blue-white lists because it's not running the paths and stuff like that and the main board and everything. Um, and it's only run, running the uh, hubs in there. Um, okay. So it's basically running... It, it's basically a regular mono-blue version. Uh, you know, This is the one that is running the relics in the main board. Um, I've thought about it in mine, too, and I've tested it out a couple times. It, it's nice. You get extra draw with it. You can disrupt some of those players, like if you're playing mm. against uh, the um, decks that are focused on their graveyard... Uh, it, it works out great, um, so that that was cool to see uh, that deck do well. Um, scape shift though, again, it's it seems to be the time of fringe decks.
1: Yeah, there was a time scape shift was like tier one though.
0: Yeah, but it's, it's I, I mean it's it's, it's fallen, fallen off, some... off a lot yeah. more, and now it's sort of in that I guess what tier two, tier two point five. Sure. So. Um, there is at least somebody at my shop that is playing it, so I get a little bit more practice with it. Um, right, but it's. I, I was playing it for a while. I actually really
1: like this deck yeah,
0: still. It it's a cool deck. I mean, you're the objective. Is you get lands, kill people with your, um, you know, your Valkut. Yeah, you kill them with your lands. That's <laughs> yep. That's really how, how you how you do it there. So. Yeah. You,
1: know, you get a Valku out, and you have six mountains coming to play all at once, yep. and then they die. Bam, bam,
0: bam,
1: bam, bam. <laughs> uh, also, German. Underscore DK says Copenhagen is in Denmark. Denmark, Denmark. <laughs> it says Denmark. I assume he means Denmark. I don't right. know. <laughs> I can believe him. I'll believe him. You you know what his I mean the last part of his name clearly means Donkey Kong so he's a trustworthy fellow. Yes, exactly. Hey, how could he lie to us? <laughs>
0: um. So did you see the uh, uh, next list, the uh, Jun list there? And how is, uh, how does that list compare to yours?
1: I'm looking at it now. So he's got two Tasigur, two Fink's main deck. I don't have either of those. I have one Tasigur. Okay. Oh, this is no Dark Confidant. This is interesting. So the general consensus for John is you want four Dark Confidant because it's the reason to play the deck.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And he's not playing any. <laughs> it's a little interesting. He's he's closer to, like, the Abzan deck where it's just kind of play these threats. Yeah. Um, it's more of a board control deck or board... Uh, what do you call that? Stuff on board deck. Board Presence. (laughs) Board Presence, there you go. Yeah,
0: what do you think of his Bitter Blossom? He's got one in main.
1: One main deck? It's (laughs) cool. I mean, it's a really grindy card. Mm -hmm. I think if he's going to be in the mirror for Jund... No, I... Man, I just want Dark Confident. (laughs) If Dark Confirm... He's like minus one Tasigur. Minus a land. In Bitter Blossom? (laughs) I don't know. I think it's cool. He's done some interesting things. This is different from mine, though. Um, he's also on two Ghost Quarter, which is cool. Yeah. This is a little bit of an outdated deck. The um, the current John lists are running like Fulminator's main deck now.
0: Yeah, which is is cool. He's got the four on the board.
1: Yeah, he's got four on his sideboard. like with Tron and Emil Bloom just being as popular as they are, you just need them now. Like that's what I'm doing. There's a Tron and an Amulet player at my uh, my shop, so I have to play Fulminator's main deck.
0: You've got to be ready.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I mean that's another one of the reasons I think you know, maybe Amulet might if, if Amulet has another really big result, I think they might get something banned out of that deck. Mm-hmm. Just it's everywhere. It's just so many. <laughs> but it's it's to the point where we're forced to run main deck hate, yes. which is what, yes. something I don't really like. Um, other than that, this deck looks pretty normal like he's got um, he's got a normal amount of fetches usually we see like one wooded foothills three bloodstained Myers instead of two of each but that's fine um, yeah it, everything else is pretty much normal it's just the uh... the bitter blossom maine and no bobs
0: just a little little preference that yep. you have cool. um, the other list here this is the more familiar blue white merfolk um, oh two merfolk good. decks in the top eight? yeah Mer- merfolk oh. has been climbing up <laughs> Like huh. for, for for at least for Copenhagen, it was like all, okay. all about the Merfolk. And what huh. was cool too, I remember, I think it was Copenhagen. I remember watching um, round eleven or twelve. Uh, there was a blue white Merfolk mirror matchup. <laughs> okay, that's new, which is cool. You like <laughs> never see, see that. Um, yeah, but I well, mean, just looking at the land base here, this is the one that's running uh, the flooded strands. Uh, you know, the the coast in there, hollowed fountain. And the four um, path yeah. in, in the main so yeah uh, makes
1: me sad I didn't hold on to my Wonderwine hubs paid mm-hmm. three oh, that was really? like five bucks, sure that's good <laughs> no that was uh they went up a lot. <laughs>
0: Um, and and one of the reasons why people are r- running blue white murfolk over just the mono blue is the better access to sideboard cards like rest in peace, Sony Science, yeah. and Kataki. Like blue, yes, you got some good stuff, but like having a little bit more interactions like yeah. this, it, it does help.
1: The white sideboard cards are the best. Sony Silence and rest in peace specifically are just so freaking powerful. Mm-hmm. They just do so much. Um, it's interesting. He's got Stony Silence and Kataki. Yeah. So he's really ready for the Infinity matchup.
0: Which, which makes me wonder, like, maybe in some areas in Europe, that it is such a a big thing.
1: Yeah. It could be. So. Yeah. Hmm. This is still a cool deck. I think, Murfolk, um, like you said, it's a rising star, and I mean they have another good creature coming.
0: Yes. <laughs> they do. I,
1: I. think it'd be cool to see Merfolk as a tier one deck. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's quite there yet, but it's close.
0: Yeah, it's it's getting there. Yeah, um, and you can des- uh, easily overwhelm people. Um, mm. uh, my buddy is is has the blue white version, and he's been testing out the uh, blue green with um, uh, cord, or not cord, uh, collective company. Um, oh, okay, just company merfolk. Yeah, so you sit there, you swing in to attack, and then all right before damage. Uh, activate. Yeah. All right, here's two more lords for extra damage. Gross. <laughs> uh, and then he, he also <laughs> runs uh, Simic Charm in there. Uh To, yeah. to give all the stuff hexproof, to bounce something, to give it plus yeah. three, plus three. So. Huh. It's. That's a
1: cool deck. I haven't heard of that one before, but yeah. Yeah. yeah Company th- seems
0: really good. Yeah. So that's something we're we're testing around, and, yeah. and I mean it. It's not as protective as say the blue white cuz you don't have access to paths, you don't have extra removal right. and it's it's a little bit more rocky. A little bit more all in with blue green style. It's just stuff. more explosive though. Yeah. It's just it's just <laughs> cool things you can do with it. Huh. Um, everybody
1: wants to play a collecting company.
0: Right. It's so expensive now. I I was debating about picking some up when they're like 15 and now they're like 40 bucks or something. What? I think they shot up real
1: Again? Oh man. Yeah. I need to look now, because I was trying to get some. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: some of the other decks, like, this is Grixis Twin, or I'm sorry, uh, Grixis Control, it's just, it's it's another straightforward, here's some removal, here's some, you know, counter spells.
1: Only three cryptic commands.
0: Yeah, only three now, in this one.
1: It's not as good. <laughs> uh, and then, of
0: course, in our top eight, we have to have a twin deck.
1: Uh, obviously.
0: You know, as, <laughs> as you would expect. Uh, no. it, is, it is the Grixis uh, Twin, though. So, so command, yeah, I uh, think you command inquisitions.
1: This is, they 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 just like, kind of all feel the same at this point. The crisis decks like mm-hmm. they're just kind of splashing black for Tassigur. Yeah. Oh, this one isn't playing any Tassigurs.
0: Yeah, I thought that was weird with with that twin, but
1: yeah, he's playing Colgan's command one and,
0: and two inquisitions. inquisitions. And and I mean he's got the uh, Tassigurs in the board, like two in okay. the board, but I don't know. To each their own. He's also got go yep. for the throat, and then and everything. Another cold guns command in the in the board, but I don't know. Just okay. look, wants to be like, hey, look, I'm 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 twinning out. Look, it's just it's. Uh, I'm Grixis you know,
1: too. You know.
0: Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm Mr. Meeseeks. <laughs> and then we've got uh, Grixis Delver. Okay. Yeah. This is a cool deck. Uh uh-huh. That's what my my buddy just switched back over to to playing. To Delver, uh, Delver, because he was playing it before Tassigar was out. Back when, uh um, oh, okay. you know, you could draw all the cards for free. Um,
1: yeah, but then, it was a little too good then.
0: Yeah, they banned it, and, <laughs> and now uh, he he likes this version a lot because he he was playing uh, Twin for a while, and then Grixis Twin, and now he's yep. you know back to to this this deck. So
1: back to Delver. Back, back to the <laughs> yeah so. Yeah, I like that in the Delver deck, you don't have to run Deceiver, Exarch, and Pester, right?
0: mm-hmm. Well, Which are bad creatures, he, he, uh, I'll be honest. He, he is uh, playing super spicy sideboard with his Grixis Delver, uh, with Twin in the board. <laughs> no! So, 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 so game two, he's like, hey, guess what? Surprise, I, I just beat you with Twin.
1: I'm actually a Twin deck! Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> How did you do it? <laughs>
0: Alright, that's pretty funny. Yeah, just, just for the, just for the lulls. Just um, for the
1: lulls. Yeah. I just want to see the look on someone's face if they get twinned out. Yeah. <laughs> but I thought you were Delver. <laughs> you thought wrong. This <laughs> like I am Delver. You just walked away. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: all right. So have you seen the Death and Taxes in Modern? I have. A friend of mine runs this deck.
1: Okay. Well, there's something similar anyway.
0: Alright. Um, I have yet to play against this. Okay. Um, I didn't realize that it made top eight, uh, yeah. and my, my buddy who plays a Delver now played against it, uh, a, a, at the, uh, event in Baltimore, um, okay. and it's, it's a, he, that's when he was playing Collective Company. It um, is unfriendly. It is. <laughs> <laughs> it is.
1: Especially towards a Collective Company
0: deck. <laughs> yeah. It is, it is, not fun to play against, um yeah, even Mind Sensor is annoying in there, you, yeah. you can beat people down with the golems, like, you've got the Flicker Wisp in there um, it, it's, it's scary um,
1: yeah, he doesn't seem to have it here, but I'm gonna warn everyone about something an interaction with this deck and your fetch lands so, we all know Leonin Leon Arbiter works, you gotta pay 2 to fetch if you crack fetch, and you pay 2 and they Flicker their Arbiter with Restoration Angel, or something you have to pay 2 again how so watch out,
0: okay? Because <laughs> <laughs> you be can just be wasting your fetches. <laughs>
1: yeah, you might just not have a land, and all he did was put a three-four on to the battlefield. So his clock goes up, and is better, and you don't get your land. <laughs> watch out for that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just let bring out Yeah, it's it's it's
0: a it's a good deck. Um... You know, you can you can overwhelm people pretty quickly, and you've got some nice interactions. uh, Even your sideboard, uh, because you've got the best color for boards, is all these white spells um, are in there. So, um, it's cool. It's a cool deck, and you know, I wouldn't mind seeing a little bit more of it. I love this. This like we could have a bunch of different creature decks right now. Yeah. Um, So.
1: Thing is about a lot of these creature decks is they have to be able to compete with the combo. I think we'd have a better format if we didn't have to worry so much about these combo decks. What? I'm really just advocating for some bannings here. Uh, yeah, that's what it sounds like. <laughs> what
0: it sounds
1: you like. can either unban- ban some stuff or unban my Bloodbraid L, please. Oh, no. <laughs>
0: Keep that going. Look, right, no, no. I... Jace,
1: he, he can come off the ban list, too.
0: <laughs> Wait, what do you want off the ban list, Damon? I, I'm happy with, with how things are right now. Yeah. Uh, you want all these combo decks? Uh, f- for the time being, I'm okay with it because they haven't been getting first all the time yeah there's still i i feel like as the format is sitting with such a diversity like we're seeing fringe decks like you know death and taxes and modern make a topic like we're seeing these these very strange decks make it in there where we wouldn't normally be seeing it so i for right now until it becomes too 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 much too much with with all the bloom and all of the vengeance all the time i'm okay with with how it's sitting right now
1: I think maybe i'm just sick of it from grinding PTQs and playing against these decks all the time yeah yeah. i just don't want to do it anymore <laughs> I just don't want to don't make me do it again <laughs> yeah. so I, I guess that's it for copenhagen then we can go on to what's lost in singapore yep singapore the... i'm happy about a result in singapore <laughs> Right. There's there's one that made me happy. Okay. What what do you think it is?
0: Well, let's pull up. Let me pull up the the top eight list then. Yeah, the top eight. Okay. Um. Oh, what are you happy about? Let me see. Oh, uh, probably our top four because two out of the top four were Jun. I don't
1: know what you mean. Mm-hmm. Specifically. Hey, <laughs> <That's laughs> a- we did top eight in one. I'm happy. He, did. he got fourth place. He did well. He, he did. He did, well.
0: Job. He, he did.
1: Um, yeah, this is very similar to my gem list. Okay. Almost so, card for card. <laughs> let
0: me let me pull up Reed's list real quick. Uh, for everybody to to, to take. Well, on. I mean, we
1: can start normally. Let's All and right. Do, if we can start okay. first. All right.
0: Uh, so. <laughs> redo. Good job, redo. You made it. Good job, redo. don't um, good. You done. You done. You done good. So our our first and second place guys were Affinity. Uh, oh my
2: gosh
0: <laughs> um, and and they're the really straightforward yeah in your face affinity um, the four gal blasts in the main just straight up creature wise uh, I've seen some couple other variations out there that I like a lot um, you know scissors uh, well is, the, the it, scissor one is cool but I mean even just like having the creature base but running like the uh, thought casts and stuff in there, yep. and and you know that sort of style. So, but but this was just the the straight up. I'm gonna beat your face in. Yep. Um, dump my hand and and uh, hope for the best. So check out my
1: steel overseer. It wrecks you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, especially in this kind of matchup, I think. So how do you think this matchup plays out? Like the min- mirror for affinity. Like, is it just whoever gets steel overseer wins?
0: Yeah, I, I would I would say <laughs> yeah. that like because I mean they're bringing in like the whip flares and stuff and the ancient grudges in the mirror. Um, well, they don't want whip flare in the mirror. Oh, that kills their creatures too. I'm so yeah, you're right. No, it won't kill
1: anything. It's not artifacts.
0: Oh, what's what's the one pyroclasm is the one I'm. Thinking oh, okay, about. yeah, pyroclasm. Yeah,
1: pyroclasm is whip flare, but doesn't kill or that kills artifacts. Yeah,
0: yeah. So yeah, they're bringing the ancient grudge. Yeah, I think it's just whoever gets to steal overseer planted.
1: Yeah, um, like whoever is Steel Overseer with enough uh, little creatures to enable it. Yeah. it seems right. Um,
0: you, I mean, there's, they still have those like, Arcbound battles and everything. Yeah. Um, and you can still try to kind of get that burst in and be like, alright, cool, I'm gonna stack everything to the Arc and, and sack it to this guy and kill you. Um.
1: Infect people out with your ink moth Nexus <laughs> It's fun, man. Um. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> affinity decks want to do it too. I- <laughs> right.
0: Um. Legit plan. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, like, I, I, I'm I not an affinity player. I know how to play against it with the decks that I have, but the mirror matchup, I could not really speak too much in, but it sounds like that would be the, the best sort of play. Yeah. Unless, you know, there's other things that you've got to do ahead of time and have to go for, like, the arcbound plan or have to go for, you know, um, some sort of just cranial plating to the face, okay. style, but
1: um, I, I know this is super off topic, but can we have some organization in these deck lists, like at all? <laughs>
0: uh well, yeah, I
1: like was, by mana or some I don't know alphabetical. <laughs> just <laughs> kind of random. random. Yeah, it is.
0: Uh, <laughs> now the the second place list though, uh, um, we're starting to see a little bit more of this in some affinity lists. Is dispatch? Yeah.
1: Um. I don't know why it's taking this long.
0: Um, I don't know. Like, it's good, right? It, it's it's a decent card. You're playing paying one lot, white to essentially exile a creature, um, or worst case for whatever reason you're you're paying one white to, to tap a creature. I think um, you're losing if
1: that's happening. Yeah.
0: Um, but I don't know. Uh, it so this is the list that that is running that the master. Uh, in the main board, um, it's got one
1: master with here.
0: Yeah, in, in there, and it's got that little bit of extra kind of uh, interaction with dispatch, while the other one uh, is more burst and kill you, you can just sit there and here's a Galv Blast for four at the face to take you out. Okay. Um, while this one doesn't run uh, any Galv Blast, um, so I could see how the other one's positioned better for the mirror.
1: Yeah, um, I yeah, I'm not really sure here. I, I've seen Dispatch. I've seen it be very good. Yes. Like, I lost uh, a Thundermont Hellkite 2 it once. Mm. I was sad. <laughs> 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 this was just, like, an online match, but... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think Dispatch is good. I I don't know. I've got a friend who's playing Infinity. He's not running it. So maybe I'm not correct, but... I just look at Dispatch and think, yeah, this... This should be at least, like, one or two of. Yeah.
0: I... I for whatever reason, like, I don't... F- Necessarily feel that uh, mm. if I was playing Affinity, I don't think I would want Dispatch though. Okay. I think I would rather have Galv Blast.
1: Just so you can hit people in the face with it. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Um,
0: but I, I think it, maybe that just speaks to the the style of player you are, and I think that's yeah. what can be cool now with Affinity is that we do have that sort of slight. All right, are you running Thoughtcast or not? Are you running Dispatch or not? Are you running, you know, Galv Blast or not? And and it's. The list is pretty much the same with those kind of just slight variations like that. Yeah, I, I am a fan of Thoughtcast. Yes, I, I love uh, Thoughtcast. I, I guess
1: the Thoughtcast dispatch deck is for me then.
0: Mm. <laughs> I'm run Thoughtcast and Gallup Blast.
1: Ooh, spicy. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, um, so let's move on to the deck that matters.
0: the uh, Jun list. <laughs> so
1: the the third place Jun list actually didn't run Bob's again. Um, this is a a thing, I guess. I didn't know. But will you see the main deck, Fulminator Mage? Only one, in this case. I've seen a lot more than one. Yeah. Um, he's got the four goys, which is normal. Three is normal. Um, I guess in the no-bob version, you want to run two Tassikers. That kind of makes sense. And the kind of spicy thing here is double Olivia.
0: Yeah, I've seen, like, one of's in main. Yeah. Um, but... I've seen a lot of,
1: like, one main, one side. mm Mm-hmm. But never two main. Wow. Or not since the days of Junden Standard, at least. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right.
0: Um, it's kinda so, so, so maybe that's why there's no Bob, because you've got all these four costs. I mean, Tasker yeah. is six, Olivia's four, Huntmaster four, Fulminator's three. Yeah. So it um, is,
1: It's putting your curve a little high. Maybe you just don't want the Bobs in this case. I, I think that I still just want four, but... There are other options, clearly, because two lists without any bobs top-aided. Yeah. So, you know, I guess there's just two styles to jund. I like the bob more aggressive route, and this is, again, this is more of, like, a board presence deck. It's it's closer to Abzan, but you're playing red, because you get Coldman's Command and Lightning Bolt. Yep. Instead of white for Cedrano, which isn't even that good right now. Yeah. So, alright. I... Stan having learned about a new kind of gem. Yay! <laughs> cool.
0: So let's talk uh, Reed's list, which is a little bit different than uh, our third place. Yeah. So. Uh,
1: so so Reed is, is closer to the the list I like, where it's a little more aggressive. Mm-hmm. So he's got the four bobs, which I just like the best turn two play ever. Yeah. He's got four Inquisition, two Thoughtseys. It's pretty normal right now. Um, double Maelstrom Pulse is for Tassigors ma- mainly. Like, you just can't kill four or fives, or it's very difficult unless you have a terminate. Yeah. And then, for his instance, we got four bolts, which is completely normal. Two decays and two terminates. Um, generally, I look at decay and terminate as, like, a playset of its own. Like, if you want three terminates, you can only one run decay. Mm, okay. So, yeah. he's going 2-2, two, two, and then two Golgans commands, which is the normal number right now. Yeah. This is closer to his stock list. The only kind of weird, or I shouldn't say weird, but... Um, the only spicy thing here is the Chandra.
0: Mm-hmm. I like it.
1: Yeah, I think Chandra's good. Like I've I've played her in June before and been very happy. Um, this is more like I thought she was going to be good for Sling Ring Souls, which was why I was playing her then, and didn't end up being as great for Slingering Souls as I thought because she just died. Yeah. But <laughs> was still pretty good at um, just getting you a lot of card advantage in the right matchups. It just those zero abilities, really strong.
0: Now what do you think of his board? Um, you know, the Thought Seas, Ancient Grudges, and Duress rest makes sense, but keeping his hunt masters uh in yeah. the board instead of in the main.
1: Um, and there's three kitchen Finks in the board as well.
0: And Grim so, are in there.
1: Yeah, he's he's really I don't know, He's kinda of pre boarded a bit for like um, no, actually, he hasn't done anything like that. Okay, so he's got he's got his one full sideboard, which is a lot less than most right now. So he's kind of giving up on the Tron slash Bloom matchups, mm-hmm. but it you know gives him an advantage in other places. He's got two Huntmasters, three Finks, and the Duress for burn. So I think that's actually a pretty decent burn matchup post board. Um, a lot of decks are running these life gain cards, man, like Huntmasters, but. They're kind of slow and dirty in some matchups, yeah. so he just doesn't want them there in the main deck, which makes sense. And having five of these postboards give you a really good chance game two. Like, you're probably going to win game two for sure. And then game three is a toss-up. So, it's like a still fine way to go. Um, he's probably never going to be burned main deck, though.
0: Yeah. Which, eh, it happens. Yeah there's there are matchups like that and you you can't sacrifice too much of what you you've got in your main to try to deal with one matchup so
1: right yeah yeah yeah, pretty much you just you don't want to have your deck become some degenerate thing that just beats one thing yeah if i want to beat bloom titan i can do it i'm not winning any other (laughs) matchups.
0: all right so abzan oh really Mm -hmm. but why well, I mean, it's. <laughs> but why? When you could run red, why would you want to run white? Well, check out this awesome angel. Angel? Sigarda? Mm hmm.
1: Okay, that's kind of spicy. You know, a
0: little, little spice in there. But again, like the siege rhinos. Uh, it's runs some lingering souls. It also runs wrath in main board, which is kind of cool.
1: Oh, yeah. So this is pretty controlling. Two wraths. Mm-hmm. Only two Lingering Souls. Right yeah. now, I think the reason we're on white these decks is four Lingering Souls. I think that's, were- that's what I would say, but... Yeah. Like, just the metagame right now really wants Lingering Souls. Mm-hmm. And, like, he trying to He's not even that good right now.
0: <laughs>
1: he was good in a time where, you know, we were playing versus Delver, and yeah. we needed to actually have a way to kill them. That was a threat they just could never answer. Mm-hmm. And Cjarna was perfect, but we don't need that anymore. I mean, and like
0: now everybody's playing Tassiger.
1: Yeah, you just you just play Tassiger,
0: <laughs> like everybody is.
1: Yeah, play Tassiger and Tarmogoyf. It's good enough right now, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and Cjarnas are just too slow. Yeah. Play four mana for your your four or five is. It, it was always a lot in modern, yeah. and it was kind of weird that Cjarna was good for a little bit in modern mm-hmm. because like you know four mana four or five is just not very good, even with the Lending helix on it. Right. And we're kind of back to the point where it's not
0: great again. Yeah, you won't be spending one mana for that, guys. Come on. Yeah.
1: If he hit Jund every match, which I'm guessing he probably hit a lot of Jund, he yeah. probably oh, well. Mm-hmm. This That's is cool. the matchup Abzan wants. Um, yeah, I, I'm less a fan of Abzan right now than I am of Jund, mainly because Path to Exile is not as good as Lightning Bolt. Mm-hmm. That's the one thing. Well, one of, one of the things. One of the, things. <laughs> <laughs> the main one is I want bolts.
0: So I like seeing that absent in there. Um, yeah. We we have to have a twin deck. Here's the uh, uh, teamer twin. It's teamer twin. Yeah, so it's a little so different. Tarma twin guys.
1: Yay. Yeah. It's tarma twin twin. Unmasters yeah. main deck.
0: I think that's an interesting little flavor.
1: Yeah, it's not normal. <laughs>
0: and, like, I've seen it. Yeah, but it's you know good good stuff on him. The other thing, roast is starting to see a lot more play now. Yeah. Boo. Ditasiger, Boo. Ditasiger. Boo. <laughs> I Boo. Boo. I hate playing against it. Just more, Why? more stuff to have to deal with. Like, not only do you, you guys all have your lightning bolts and stuff to kill my creatures, but now you've got another thing with roast. Oh, oh for in fact, yeah, okay. <laughs> <That> makes sense. That's <laughs> like lightning bolts, I at least you know can, can be able to uh, live through it with like wild defiance. Yeah, you and can stuff, even punch but... your through it. <laughs> <laughs> roast? No, that's five damage. <laughs> What is this? What this is <laughs> does this mean? None of my creatures fly? No. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's a nice little, you know, team or twin. Um, we've got our, our company list here. And this one's running the yeah. Kiki in there and Resto in there. So this is this is like, a, um, it, it's four-color. It's also running Deceiver. So it's just like, hey, hey, guys, I, I, can, I can do stuff. This is
1: blue, everything but what? Everything uh, but red? Uh, no, it's got know.
0: red, because it's got, um, key, and is it, s- yeah, I don't see any black. Okay. Green, white, blue, uh, Fresh. and red. And it's got, of course, three cords, four collected, <laughs> um,
1: three pads.
0: Yeah, it's just, it's just like, hey, look at all these, these creatures that can do stuff. <laughs> There's
1: a lot of one-offs in this deck. Yeah. yeah. Revoker, Rexian Revoker, mm-hmm. I don't even, oh, okay, that's the one where you name a, it's like Pitting Needle Creature. Yes. Yes. He's got, so he's got a Frixmere Revoker, a Spellskite, Kiki Jiki, Restoration Angel, is it Sadacaster, Deceiver Exarch, Scavenging is all is one of us. Ooh, Fauna Shaman! Mm-hmm. He's got three Fauna Shaman's main. This is spicy. I'm happy now. Mm-hmm. This deck's like, sweet. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's not it's not your normal collected deck. Uh, no. So if you're sitting there with a bunch of stuff like this lying around you're like, and you want to have some fun, this will yeah. be uh, a good fun deck for you. Here
1: is your fun. <laughs> <laughs> Here
0: is your fun.
1: Remember all um, those five players who were sad? <laughs> now you can be not sad anymore, because you can just do the same thing anyway.
0: L- look at this. Uh, another team or Delver, but this time it's running the um, Hooting Mandrels. Hoots! Yeah, so oh, it, it goes for, for instead of the Grixis Delver, it's deciding, you know what? Goyf is too good to pass up. And even though that uh, Angler is pretty cool, I think having a, a bunch of apes is better.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the monkey. The monkey. Monkey is with you, (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, and it's running fire in there. What? I don't. I don't know. Uh,
1: I know why.
0: I don't know why.
1: He wants his tarmogs to be bigger.
0: Oh, because it's tribal instant? (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't think it's worth it. Uh. (laughs) it's It's like lightning bolt number five, kind of. He really wants tribal. <laughs> <laughs> that's sweet. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. uh, looking at his sideboard, he's got four hunt masters. This is. Wow. master, you a card. Mm-hmm. You know how much Huntmaster is now? He's like 20 20? bucks. Wow. They were like five. They were it? cheap. Yeah. Yeah. Out of stock at 19 on Star City. Gosh. Good thing I have a set. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyway, also got raining volley, which is sweet. I like raining volley. (laughs) Uh,
0: But yeah, that was uh, that was our our list. um, Yeah, of of cards and decks and stuff. So a good variety. We didn't see the same deck winning every event. um, no which was which is nice. Um, The other thing is we've got. That, that was it for season three for for the modern GPs. Um, yeah. Season four is coming up, um, and the next modern event is September. So we've got a couple months. Yeah. A couple months to prepare for. It's going to be Oklahoma City in Oklahoma huh? there, and that's September 12th through the 13th uh, for all you so guys. The,
1: the question here, Naman, yeah. is are you going to fly across the country to go to this?
0: Probably not. Ugh,
1: that's too bad because I might actually be there. <laughs>
0: That would be really cool. That, uh, see, the, the the biggest thing is, uh, my fiance's birthday is September 10th. Oh. So, um, there would be no way that I would be able to to leave her birthday weekend.
1: So you'd have to leave on the 11th, which is what Friday. Yeah, that's Friday. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's fair. So. Ugh. Once again, thwarted. <laughs> 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 uh,
0: so what's our next event, then? We've got one in October after that.
1: Yep, yeah, we have no- October 31st. Mm. So, I- it's-, it's Halloween, right? Yes. So Halloween and November 1st, we have Porto Alegre in Brazil. I'm going to go ahead and assume that was correctly pronounced. I'll give it to you. It sounded right. It did. Yeah, and then uh, November 21st and 22nd, we have Pittsburgh... I think it's in Pennsylvania, right? I don't don't know anything about American.
0: (laughs) Hey, I thought uh, that uh, Copenhagen was in Sweden or where I said not Denmark, so I know nothing about the rest of the world.
1: Okay, fair. I mean, apparently I didn't know that either, so... (laughs) Uh,
0: But I might try to go to the Pittsburgh one. We'll see. Well, I I can't. I can't go to Pittsburgh. I know.
1: You see how this doesn't work? Right, right. Do you understand how this is not working for me?
0: (laughs) Um, but yeah, so we've got a little bit of downtime, guys, before uh, some major uh, modern GPs and stuff, so, so hmm. keep your eyes out um, for, for that kind of stuff. Um, but uh, that's really it for, for today, and the show that we wanted to kind of discuss uh, kind of the, the happenings in modern as of right now. Um, I don't know when our next show will be. Um,
1: yeah, it, it's kind of... Uh... <laughs> I think, like, next weekend is pre-release. Yes. So I, I don't think we'll have time then. No. Unless you want to do, it, like, Sunday evening, but... I don't.
0: No. <laughs> so there won't be one next week, because it will be the pre-release, and a lot of people will be focused on that.
1: Yeah. Um, um, we could do it the week after.
0: Um, I will be out of town that week.
1: We could do it the week after so that. maybe
0: the end of <laughs> July we will be having another show for you guys. Cool.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, one of the uh, one of the issues we have is, is not the freest of schedules during yeah. the school year, uh, specifically. So, uh, shows will be, you know, whenever we have time. And the I feel like the main way we're going to have, you know, try to get people to listen would be either on YouTube or, or some kind of permanent, you know, permanent viewing site, whatever yeah. you want to call like, it, like podcasting or something. Right, right. As opposed to watching live. Which is cool, though. We definitely do want people to watch live. That'd be awesome.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Um, I think that's pretty much all we got for today, though, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I think so. So why don't we go do some shout-outs and stuff, and then sure. call it a night.
1: Yeah, so uh, I am Brandon slash Tarn on Twitter. It's just at M-U-A-T-A-R-A-N. I think it's up here somewhere.
0: It is. It's below your your, your face. Sweet.
1: Here. It's right below my picture of the beautiful Troll eating a piece of meat. So a lot of trolls excited if you follow me, <laughs> and it is a great way just to figure out what's going on. Also, I do upload YouTube videos. I try to do it every Thursday. I've been slacking lately. I better about it. But uh, I actually have some recorded some Modern Masters, so that should be good times.
0: Nice, good stuff. Uh, so I'm Nanman or the Real Man, as you'll see below. Uh, if you guys like this stuff, please hit the follow button here on the Twitch channel because you'll know when we go live for any other content that we do. Um, and we'll be having the, at least in response to a uh, podcast hosted up here for our live shows. Uh, yes. We'll put up the uh, VOD of the show as well on YouTube, youtube.com slash Nanman for now. Um, and some other places as well for you guys to enjoy. Um, I've been doing some more modern events and everything, and I'm actually going to hopefully start doing some uh, coverage at my shop soon. Um, mm. My buddy and I are, are working out the details with it. Uh, and then we're also going to start doing extra videos like, uh, point of view, uh, drafting, um, both of cube and regular drafting and stuff, and just more, more magic related content is going to start coming out, uh, in the future. Um, so, you know, make sure you guys are hitting the follow on my Twitter as well to know what sort of projects and stuff that, uh, I'm working on right now, but, um, that's gonna do it for us here tonight, guys. Thanks so much for checking us out for our first episode of In Response to. Uh, you know, please feel free to leave us comments about any uh, feedback or thoughts you might have on the show. Uh, we greatly appreciate it. But uh, that's gonna be it for us, guys. We'll see you guys next time.
1: All right, peace.